0: FM Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Now we want to speak to
1: somebody who is who has attempted to break world records, has a very interesting and unique life that not a lot of people would follow, Pearl Derriere. Thank you very much for coming on Room 104. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
3: We're good. We're better for talking to you. Um, tell us what record you tried to break.
2: So the record that I attempted to break last year was the world's largest orgy. Um, <laughs> not, not a popular record to be broken, but we tried. <laughs>
1: um, right, so that's an interesting one. Mm. So when you say break the world record, right, is, is there a current record of the largest orgy ever?
2: There is. The current record for the world's largest orgy is actually held by Japan uh, with 500 people, so it was 250 couples. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's
3: a that's so a lot. Is that just like everyone having sex at the same time in the same place? Uh,
2: well, so the definition of an orgy is a group of five or more people uh, participating in a sexual act within an enclosed space. Um, Japan, they actually the way that they hosted their event was it was um, two hundred and fifty couples. It was very like medicinal. They were in one room, each had a mat, and they were just with each other during that specific time frame. There was no intercouple play or anything like that. So,
1: um, so it, was that so technically was an, to... an orgy then, or have, have, they, have they shafted us, for want yes. of a better word?
2: <laughs> um, it was technically because they were all in the same room participating in a sex act.
1: Uh, but it, it doesn't
2: mean that the yeah. act has to be with everybody, it just is in that one space.
1: Because yeah, you know, when or- the word orgy comes to mind, mm. it's a lot of sharing, I suppose, for want of a better word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, 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 right. you kind of think so. The Japanese have the official have the official record, and then you tried to break it by how How many people did you try to recruit? Um,
2: so we tried to get a thousand people. Um, this was last June, and our final count was. Um, You know, I don't have a figure in front of me. It it came to, like, 346 people or something of that nature.
3: I think a few Irish people would have gone over for that. No, well, maybe. (laughs) Well,
2: we had um, quite a few people from all over the world, Um, and honestly, I think we would have broken it, but we ran into quite a bit of uh, red tape with the local government, Um, and so a lot of people worked really hard to make it so the event didn't happen, and we did our
1: best. (laughs) Oh, I can they were imagine. I can, Im- I can imagine this.
3: Why would you stop an orgy? <laughs> come on. <laughs> well,
1: That's not a, a phrase I ever Las thought you. You I'd Say, Susha. Come on. Shockingly
3: conservative.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Which Which state were you trying to do this in?
2: Nevada. We were in Las Vegas.
1: Oh, was of you, all you, places, you would have thought they'd yeah. be fine with this. It. It's a bit more adventurous right. in They're Vegas, isn't shockingly it?
2: Shockingly conservative. No, um, they're shockingly conservative. That is, we learned that the hard way.
1: <laughs> so Wait, it's, it's not careful like, now.
2: It's not
3: like the Hangover. <laughs> no.
1: So come here. Then no, is Nevada like the is Nevada a would it be a conservative state then, or would it be a red state or a blue one? Uh, you know, I,
2: honestly, I don't know. I'm not a resident there, um, but I know that the city of Las Vegas specifically is a red red city.
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting. Right. So when you were what were the specific objections to you trying to do this?
2: Oh, we had everything from uh, threats from incels online saying that they were going to come and uh, create havoc, bombs, all sorts of stuff. Um, the city didn't want us to participate because of, um, I'm, I'm sure it was something to do with the, it being an election year, and they're trying to make Las Vegas more of a family-friendly um
1: Destination,
2: which I think is ridiculous,
1: but you know, good on them. Yeah, get your kids into gambling early. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Come to
2: Vegas.
1: (laughs) Come on, lads.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, so then you obviously got the three hundred and something people. Did did that orgy take place?
2: It did. Yep, absolutely. How
3: long did that go on for?
2: Oh, so we set a time frame of two hours. So it was from I believe. 6 to 8 p.m., uh, the, the time frame. And that way we could count it as an actual orgy that everybody was there inside the facility for that time frame.
1: And how did you either select people to be involved? Like, was there any kind of filtering or application process?
2: No. So the way that we did it is um, we made it so it was mandatory that there were no single people allowed. Um, so... It didn't have to be necessarily somebody that you're in a relationship with, but at least somebody that you consent to participating in those acts with. And then you signed a liability waiver saying that you were there with that person. You acknowledge that you were there with them and that you're arriving and that you will participate in the event with them. Um, and then that is actually how we got our official count because everybody was required to sign a waiver when they went into the facility.
3: Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. And so, Pearl, what's your job title? Besides um, getting involved in these lovely orgies,
2: um, you know, at the time my job title was the Queen of All Things, which is just a fancy label for an operations officer. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Love it, yeah.
1: Like, like, like the creativity, yeah. Um, but I, I believe as well that you are, and I always, I can never pronounce this word correctly. Either can I? That's why I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> is it true that you were in a polyamorous relationship? Is that the am I pronouncing that correctly now? Yeah. yeah.
2: You are and it is true. I am currently still in a polyamorous relationship.
1: Okay, so I've
2: been for the last five years.
1: Five that's that's interesting. So for people over here who, you know, I, I don't wanna say we're still under the Catholic shame and Catholic guilt of, oh, you know, yeah,
3: absolutely, till yeah.
1: death do you part and how dare you ever go outside and, and sleep with more than one person and you only ever do it to have a baby and then you stay at home and raise a child in happy days. Yeah. You know, we're a little bit more, more liberal than we were back <laughs> in the day, but maybe there's some, still some of those kind of attitudes about sex and relationships that are that are lingering over. What exactly is a polyamorous relationship and what are the beliefs it's kind of based upon?
2: Well, there's no one particular way to say, like, this is polyamory and this is the only way it is. It's not like monogamy where it's one woman, one man, so on and so forth, getting married, having babies. Um, polyamory is just saying that, um, you know, you have more than one romantic relationship. So, like, for example, I have my living partner who we've been together for two years now. Um, and it is like anybody would imagine. It's just a regular relationship between a man and a woman. Um And now I have a girlfriend and I've been in a relationship with her for five years and she actually lives in a completely different state with her fiance. So, um, it is very much more of a, an emotional relationship more than a physical relationship. We don't get to see each other very much anymore. And so it's just, it's, she's there for, you know, any sort of emotional support or, um, mental support, you know, we communicate on a different level than I do with my
1: other partner. Okay, but... I'm loving this. Have you had a physical relationship with her at any stage?
2: Yeah, absolutely. She used to live very close to me, and so we'd see each other pretty regularly. Um, it was just last uh, November that she
3: moved. It's just about keeping your options open and...
1: Well, so, so, so many questions come to mind about, uh, one, the organizational side of things must be a nightmare. Um, and you know how I am for an old Google, no Google calendar, shared Calendar. calendar. Ah. <laughs>
2: Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, let, let me just put it this way. Is it an easy concept to think that one person can meet all of your needs all of the time for the rest of your life, whether that be sexual, physical, time and availability, emotional, financial, 100% of the time for the rest of your life?
1: Pearl, Does that sound logical? Pearl, as someone in a relationship right now <laughs> I plead the fifth and
3: <laughs> That's fair That's fair Pearl, I'm with you on that one I think the idea is quite
1: boring But, but, can, I, no, but can I say, right let's say in defence of, of hardcore monogamy, mm. right would that be a case where maybe if you don't feel as if your partner is providing you maybe they're giving you A, B and C but not X, Y and Z is that maybe more of a Conversation or communication issue where rather than just saying, well, they don't do X, Y, and Z for me, so I need to find that somewhere else, would would the argument be that maybe you just need to discuss these things on a, on a deeper level and have maybe awkward conversations with your other half?
2: Well, see, that's the thing about polyamory is it's a whole lot of, a lot of awkward conversations with every partner. <laughs> um, you know, people seem to think that it's all just, you know, a bunch of sex and partying and having a great time, but really it's a a whole lot of conversations about like this is what I need can you do this for me how do you feel about this oh you're feeling jealous well why are you feeling jealous and really working through the nitty-gritty and it really makes you kind of discover more clearly about like who you are as a person and what your wants and needs are not just for your partner
3: and now does your partner have another partner which one the guy that you're living with
2: <laughs> not currently um, he's got a few people that he'll see for. Dates occasionally, but nobody's
3: serious. I and mean, you you don't get jealous of that?
2: No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a good person to ask about that because I've been some form of uh, non-monogamous for the last 13 years of my life. So um, things that I get jealous over are, like somebody who can eat pizza because I have celiac disease. Um, I, I, as long as my partners are, you know, safe, and consensual, they understand what they're doing and, uh, you know, if they say they're going to be home in a specific time, I'm not pacing, worrying that they're not okay. I really don't care what they're doing.
1: And has uh, your kind of live-in partner, the, the guy that you're seeing right now, has he ever been maybe upset or jealous about if you're going off to see somebody else? Like, has there ever been those kind of issues?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, jealousy is a natural human emotion, so really when that occurs, you just say, okay, well, why are you feeling this way? Um, you know, it's it's not even, it's trying to compare apples to oranges. I'm not trying to replace him with anybody I'm going out with. It's something in addition to him. I guess um, that's So actually we
3: really look at that. You're complimenting yeah. him. Yeah, you're complimenting him, really. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, that's what yeah. people get jealous of. They're jealous that the person sees something better in somebody else. So they're, le- you know what I mean? You're, you're right. jealous of someone else because you look at her as... right. You know competition or she's better than you or she's mm. physically more attractive or more intelligent or whatever it might be and that he's going to leave right. you for for her so what you're saying is that that's not the case and that you're not replacing him you're just you're just yep, having something fun. in addition is- yeah. yeah
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring
3: I mean, I just... Would you ever replace him, though? Like, would there ever be a a time where you kind of go, oh, I'm not really kind of feeling this anymore, and there's more interesting people over this side?
2: No, I think if that would ever come up, it would be a conversation of, you know, I don't think that this relationship is on the same path that it was. Um, uh, Morally, I feel personally for myself that I don't know that I could go out and start dating somebody with the intention of knowing that I'm going to leave another partner. Okay.
1: Interesting. Okay, so do you believe in marriage? or is
2: That's a great question. <laughs> um, I love the idea of lifelong commitment and that portion of marriage. I don't love the idea of the government being involved.
3: Fair enough. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
3: but what I want to put out there, I feel, you know, a lot of people cheat on each other. Mm. So I think a lot of people mm-hmm. feel like they could should conform to society, societal norms and to be with someone mm-hmm. for life and meet someone in their 20s or whatever and stay with them. Yeah. But then biology kicks in and it's like, well, men apparently were put on the planet to mate. So then suddenly it's like, I'm stuck yeah. with this one woman and I want to mate and it's like a natural thing for them to do. <laughs> yes. It's like seen as like this terrible thing when it's like they're not committing themselves to this one person
1: for life. And do you think that's okay?
3: No, I don't think it's okay. Don't get married. Don't fall into this norm that we're pretending is real and stuff.
1: But why don't you just get married and then have an open polyamorous relationship?
3: Because people are too afraid to do that here, I think. It's not, it's not seen as normal.
1: I would say there's a big swingers scene here now. Oh,
3: there's a huge... Yeah, but it's all undercover. You wouldn't actually be openly going, yeah, I'm going to a swingers party next week.
1: <laughs> you should come Whereas along. I think You'll a lot it. of people
2: are unhappy. I that's what I did on Saturday. <laughs> there you go.
3: But it's just not... It's not the same here. It's not... It's not... Uh, it's not acceptable it's not, unse- it's well, not acceptable I mean, here So,
2: hundreds of years
1: more of Catholic
3: guilt in
1: religion <laughs> that's it <laughs> oh here, a, so. yeah, it takes a long time to undo those chains
3: but it's not fair if you want yeah. that kind of a relationship and you want to be committed to somebody for life then absolutely get married but if you are not that type of person don't put the, your partner through that
1: but hang on their parents are going to be pressurising yeah. you in for a nice day out it's terrible they'll want grandkids <laughs> how will you get a mortgage
3: that's it, like it's How all these horrible things that people feel and then they feel guilt because they don't feel the way they should feel. Right. And they're stuck in a relationship and they're not happy and they're then they start playing away and then they hurt the other person. It's all very nasty. When Pearl is <laughs> just, just like, do you know what, this is me and this is what I'm doing. I'm not hurting anyone. She's just living her life.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Pearl, do you mind if I ask you, uh, from your experience, what would you say are some of the... Maybe negatives or disadvantages of being in a polyamorous relationship in comparison to, let's say, a monogamous traditional relationship.
2: Um, it's really hard to get plus ones at Christmas parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's. Uh, oh gosh, I don't
1: harder
2: to shop at Christmas for gifts. True. Um, yeah. I really for me, there are not a whole lot of negative effects. Um, okay. I come from a pretty open household, so I don't get a whole lot of backlash from my family or anything like that. Um, I can imagine from people who come from conservative households that it could be difficult trying to explain that. No, this isn't just my roommate. This is also my partner. Um, or no, this isn't just our roommate. This is my husband's partner or however it works out, you know?
1: like I said there's
2: no one right way to do polyamory. Yeah. Um, so I um, feel like that could be
1: a huge challenge. At let's say you get invited to not not let's say a wedding but let's say how is christmas at your house done? I don't know if you go home or whatever but who do you invite and who do you bring your your boyfriend plus your girlfriend and how how does that work?
2: Well, my girlfriend has her own family so she typically spends christmas with them. Um she's got three small children and so it's Important that she's with their father, and they spend time with uh, her fiance and all of that. And I typically go to my family's house, and my boyfriend will come with me. Um, it's convenient. My mom's birthday is Christmas, so it gives me an excuse to see her every year.
1: Two birds, one stone. Happy days.
3: Yeah. So it's just what, is this normal to you? This is just. This is just your life. Yeah. Right.
2: I mean, I've been actively and ethically non-monogamous
3: since I was 17 and I just
1: turned 30 this year. So I've been doing it a while. Yeah, so you're um, seasoned pro, so you've obviously I, I, ironed out some of the difficulties yeah. along the way.
3: See, I can barely commit, not not commit, I commit to somebody, but I couldn't handle more than one boyfriend or
1: girlfriend or I'm telling you couldn't. get on the Google Calendar, bus. I'm
3: telling you, I can't. I'm not organised. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to remember birthdays and You're too
1: unorganised to be a polyamorous uh, individual.
3: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it, d- I, it just Google wouldn't be Calendar for me. Calendar and group text. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, need get, I need to get my WhatsApp sending back. Sending the wrong one to someone. Oh, I
1: got the group chat. Um, did your family have any? Or your parents sir did they have any? Uh, not objections, but how? How did you break it to them? How do they see this?
2: Oh. Well, you know, it was not very difficult to, like, break the news to my mother. Um, She and I are very similar kind of free spirits, and so, you know, it was just like, oh, hey, mom, by the way, this is my new girlfriend, Um, and that was that, and uh, my father, obviously my parents are not together, but my father, um, we just don't talk about it. (laughs) He was a very strict Southern Baptist Christian, so... The,
1: the fact that I'm even interested in women is a problem for him. <laughs> I can imagine, okay. God, yeah, the, the, the extreme is the extreme. Do you want me asking ask, just, again, one last question, your girlfriend who has a fiancé and kids, like, obviously the fiancé doesn't mind, and do the kids kind of know what the deal is with their parents? Yeah, I mean, they, there's nothing being hidden
2: there. It's not like they're, you know, throwing wild adult parties at their house or anything. Um, it's just, it's all very clear communicated. Kids are a lot more capable of handling information than I think adults give them credit for. And so, you know, it's just, this is, I mean, I, I've been around since her oldest was six months old. So, um, you know, I'm just, I've always just been a part of the picture and her new fiance, they've been together for two years now.
3: Okay. It's, it's interesting and it's amazing and it's um, it's a life that you don't have to worry about. You're just yeah. free to do what you want. Yeah.
1: Um, Pearl, I suppose we. I think we could we could talk a lot. And there's so many things flying around in my head. Yes. <laughs> so many people. Someone might be listening, kind of going, "Hmm, what's going on?" <laughs> raises a few different questions about uh, maybe their com- conversations people aren't having that maybe they should be having. Mm. Uh, if someone wants to find out more about the lifestyle or if you're ever planning on breaking the world record for the biggest orgy in the world again are you online do you have a website any instagram or social media handles people can connect with you on
2: yeah um so i am at pearl barrier uh, on all social media platforms at this point um so you can find me on facebook instagram whatsapp um that life there's a website called Cassidy. Uh, I'm not really too keen on what the most popular lifestyle websites are over in your neck of the woods, um, but if you just do a general Google search for swingers or adult lifestyle in the area, it will generally pull up some content for you. Sounds uh, good. So, and then as far as any future events that I'm hosting, um, I post all of that either on my Facebook or Instagram. I don't currently have a website up just for myself, um, just for lack of time, and social media tends to do the job anyway.
1: Lovely. Well, Pearl Derrière, it's a fascinating conversation, fascinating lifestyle, your polyamorous lifestyle. Best of luck if you ever try and break that world record again. And thanks for popping on Room 104 this evening.
3: Absolutely. Thanks so much.
1: Thank no you. Thank
3: you. That's fascinating. It is fascinating.
1: So there's a couple sitting in a car in the drive through McDonald's <laughs> somewhere, and he's going, uh, shut your mouth.
3: That's We're engaged. Sir, I already told you. That's what you're committed you sh- to me for
1: life you shut your mouth it's like, Okay. little does he know that she's sleeping with his brother
3: oh
1: no <laughs> definitely not um, Pearl Derriere yeah Polyamory let us know your thoughts on that do you think maybe we're liberal enough now to let go of the Catholic shackles of monogamy and embrace Polyamory I just don't how some just people
3: are destined to be with one person I am definitely that person but there are definitely people that I know that need to be with multiple people and have are, boyfriends and girlfriends and who are married and they shouldn't be married.
1: <laughs> people who are polyamorous but don't really let anyone else know. Not even yeah, their other half.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We have
1: a big, big culture of polyamory here. Not a lot of people are too open about it with their yeah. other half though. But Do you think that would be an excuse? Did you think that would be an excuse? Like if your other half cheated on you and turned around and said, honey, I, I, I'm being honest, it's just, you know, you don't fulfill... All of my (laughs) needs. And no no bad on you. I'm sure I don't fulfill all of yours. And that's just why I slept with your best friend.
3: Yeah, well, do you know what? If I was planning on getting married, if someone ever proposed to me, I would have that conversation first. And uh, I would. I'd literally be like, no, you don't have to be with me forever. You can always leave. And... You
1: know. would you not tell them, would you be okay with letting them play away from home for a few weekends not over here no
3: no no no
1: what if you gave them like annual leave from their relationship
3: no if you need to. they had to give you a month's leave. notice to no. just
1: say listen I'm taking this weekend off if you don't mind no. alright no, no, and no. bank all
3: no I will also find someone you know the film the and notebook Go Friday
1: I'm taking Friday
3: the film The Notebook is what my, my life will be based on in the future.
1: Illness. I'm holding a off. Prolonged I'm chronic illness off. is what you want to base your life around. <laughs>
3: I'm holding off for war. War. You're holding oh, off for Noah. war and a,
1: prolonged, and a prolonged chronic degeneracy. <laughs> you will stay with me forever.
3: Disease. I will make it.
1: So you want to emotionally manipulate a man for years No he's just going to fall. tease him along
3: He's going to fall madly in love with me and won't See this is why you, you like cats
1: because you like messing with them. He's <laughs> like dangling the little ball of wool in front of him going oh <laughs> no you can't have it oh you nearly had it No, no. don't
3: play games and Then you have make them nice poo person.
1: outside oh you're such a horrible horrible person
3: <laughs> Actually yeah I wouldn't let them poo in my toilet <laughs> Definitely. It's broken
1: already. It's broken again for God's sake. Ah, fun times. Ah, whoops. Yeah. Oh, it's 76797104. You're more than welcome to share your thoughts of polyamory with us. If you're cheating on your wife, do let us know. Um, (laughs) No, of course not.
0: FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.